You're listening to the Sewing and Growing podcast and radio show with Jay and Jay. Hey, 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 everybody. We are in the last week. Well, not really. There's one more week, right? No, there's not. Yes, there is. This is there one we're more week of November? It is right the now, week. we're checking our. Yeah, it, yes, there counters. is one more week. Sorry. Um, wow, I could have. Simple math would have told me that. Still got some more days. One left. more half week. Yeah, one more half week <laughs> of the month of November. This is the week of Thanksgiving. So if you're not already listening to moody music like Novo Amor, then do it. Drink some pumpkin spice lattes and uh, get ready for an awesome meal on Thanksgiving Day. I love Thanksgiving. It honestly might be my favorite holiday. I, I just don't feel comfortable saying that because it's like, it's not a Christian holiday. Like, how can you say Easter is not your favorite holiday as a Christian? Yeah. Um, you know I what? just really love the family festivities. Well, the whole premise behind, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, look, the first Thanksgiving with the pilgrims and the Native Americans and... You know, I'm going to take a lesson from the playbook of the Canadians here. Um, they have a Canadian Thanksgiving in October, um, and it's really where it's their final harvest of the year. And so the whole celebration is being thankful to God for the harvest. That's good. Amen so I kind of like that a little bit better than all the historical I connotation. Mean, Good. Did they get along? I don't know. Maybe we were deceived, but you weren't there. I mean, I wasn't all there. All I know is Squanto taught the pilgrims how to plant fish in the ground and and give some nutrients to their corn. And I have a person who saw and spent time with a person <laughs> who did that when they planted a tree, and apparently it just boom. Well, I thought you were going to relate it all back to Squanto. I spent time with a person who was related to a person who actually <laughs> that would have lived- <laughs> taken a while. Would have taken the whole podcast. Yeah. Wouldn't have gotten there. All right, favorite part of Thanksgiving meal? Go. Sweet potato with <sighs> the the yams. I guess during Thanksgiving, yams. they're yams with the yeah. marshmallows mixed with some other like yeah. stuffing. I like mixing all, all right. the foods. I'm not a sweets guy, but my favorite part is the pumpkin pie at the end. I love uh, pumpkin right. pie. I don't have a favorite. That's um, just what came to the mind. The stuffing is really good too, but I'll just say this. I know I just said, hey, prepare yourself for an awesome meal. I honestly think Thanksgiving meals are a little overrated. The turkey is usually dry. Other the than the better. historical context, yeah. leave the turkey out Mersh potatoes, those are good. I'd rather eat ham than turkey. Me too. And I'd rather have Thanksgiving, <laughs> I'd rather have mac and cheese than any Mashed of the other, potatoes? like, oh, those are, those are fairly close. I think I'd still, I think mac and cheese gets the, the win there. Gets the Me edge. too. Um, I think you can do without the cranberry sauce. No. See, some of this, you got to have turkey, even though it's dry yeah. and it doesn't taste that great. Mm-hmm. You got to have the cranberry sauce. Why? Because it's Thanksgiving. But is it? What's another like staple? Like, is it like a green bean casserole or? Ooh, that is a staple. Uh, I always skip over that. I like putting a little bit of everything on my plate. Yeah. A roll. I like to make a KFC famous bowl with all the stuff <laughs> I got going on, and go. just drench the whole thing in gravy. You know what they gravy say is good. in sound? Um, when you're mixing sound, they said reverb covers a multitude of sins. I'll tell you what. When it comes to food. Gravy covers a multitude of sins. <laughs> That's true. All right, and Thanksgiving, we're not doing white gravy on Thanksgiving, are we? No. It's got to be a what, brown gravy. What is gravy. this, biscuits and gravy? What are we at, the 19th Street Diner? <laughs> Which, hey, Which we're, we're not against it. If you want to have a breakfast-filling spot on a Friday morning for breakfast, go check out the 19th Street yeah, Diner. or just go up a little bit farther up the road and go to the Village Smithy. Ooh. But it doesn't have the same diner vibe. No, it's not a diner. 
But the food I, there is tremendous. The food is better at Village yes. Smithy, but the, the everyone, ambiance. the cheers, everyone knows yeah. your name. You walk into 19th Street Diner, you feel like you're walking into a movie, and then like the waitress is there, she's wiping the table. She's like, hey, Bob, how are you the usual today? Like, yeah, thanks, Nancy. And he like sits down. Like That's what happens. We may be embellishing the accents, <laughs> but not the experience. Well, maybe just a little bit. Yeah, there, I, I'm going to give a shout out. I don't know his name, but there's a young guy who works at the 19th Street Diner. Yeah. He's kind of got curly hair. He like wears like old rock uh-huh. shirts. Yeah. Yes, he does. One of the nicest the owner's people. Son. Okay, that guy... When it comes to like customer service, he's Amazing. nailing it out the of the same park. Thing. He nails it out of the park every single time. I, I'm thankful to that dude. I don't know your name. Next time You're I go You're what there, for that dude? Thankful. What are you? Thankful. Come on. That's a transition if I never heard talk about thanks. He is awesome. I can second yeah. that. Why don't you go in there and experience his greatness? <laughs> yeah, I will. And no, we are not sponsored by 19th Street I might Diners. do that tomorrow because like on Friday mornings we, we go. Oh, you know what? No, I'm actually having... Um, I just exposed when we're recording this podcast. But, <laughs> I thought um, that too. <laughs> I actually am going there tomorrow morning oh, with nice. my uh, dad. So okay, man. There you go. I'll if I am you. there, I'll say hi. And if you're not there, I and I see him, I will say, "Hey, I was talking to one of my great friends. Yeah. We both have seen your customer service, and we agree it's phenomenal." Mm-hmm. I'll say actually the actual word. I said yeah. phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> say he's the one whose kid stood on the table and then fell beneath the booth. That's and too hit much detail. Head. I'm not getting into that. <laughs> but I will tell him that we've noticed it and we're thankful for it. Yes. And that's a good transition as we talk yeah. about thankfulness. Come on, the week of Thanksgiving. I want to um, shed some light on thanks Thanksgiving um, uh, uh, gratitude, ingratitude. And uh, the gap in between, right? <laughs> um, let's talk about it. So when I think about the, the Thanksgiving, you know, there might be some stories in, in the Bible that come to mind. You might be just be thankful that you're alive, which is a great thing to always be thankful for, right? That you're living and breathing. But a story that comes to mind for me is a story um, found in Luke 17, um, 11 through 19. I'm not going to read the whole thing here, but it's the story of the 10 lepers that Jesus healed. And basically what happened is 10 lepers came to Jesus and they said, Lord, have mercy on us. A lot of people said that to Jesus, right? Have mercy on us. And uh, he said, go and show yourselves to the priests. And they went, and it's the, the Bible says they were healed as they went. And here's a just an extracurricular little nugget for free here. I know this podcast is free, but um, we take a break from our regularly scheduled programming to give you this. Um, when it comes to faith, sometimes um, the action step that you need to take is I was gonna is leave, right? No, but they were healed as they went. So sometimes you get prayed for and you think nothing happened, but you stay in the attitude and the atmosphere of faith and you go, right? So like my dad told me this, like I'd be sick in bed and he says, you know what? They were healed as they went. He said, get up and go to work by faith. And sure enough, sometimes you get up, you go to, you go to work. I remember seeing you at work some of those days. Yeah. <laughs> you look like you were here, like, buddy. Hey, Jonathan, how you doing? Uh, right. But it's an, it's a, it's an action step to faith. You were doing a whole lot better about 11 a.m. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can I say something? Cause I got the similar revelation. Yeah. Faith is like being in a house that you've been in for a long time or a workplace that has motion censored lights. You trust to know I'm going to walk into this dark right. room and eventually the lights are going to turn <laughs> that's on. That's a great, got, that's great. That, that's it. But having the confidence that I just know it's going to turn it on. And because, because I was walking up this hallway <laughs> and the lights didn't kick on and I was like, what in the world? But it was dark when I was walking and I had right. no concern because I knew they would come on. Sometimes faith is walking knowing mm. that the motion sense yeah. lights are going to turn on. on. Those, those were for free. 
right? So they were healed as they went. So basically the story goes, yep, told them to go show themselves to the priests. They were healed as they went. And they all, you know, they were healed of an incurable disease, leprosy, right? Only one of them, one of the 10. I don't like those odds. Me neither. Came back to Jesus to thank him. And what did Jesus say? You're going to fill us in. Yeah, he said, where are the other nine, right? You are one of those 10 lepers, okay? For a moment, put yourself in the story. You're one of those lepers. In which group would you find yourself, right? The thankful or the unthankful. And in every discussion that I've been involved in concerning this text, I have yet to find one person that would be honest enough not that I have this conversation a lot, but I'm just saying that I, I haven't found one person who would be honest enough to put themselves in the category of the other nine, right? When it comes to these stories, we always want to paint ourselves as the hero and not the villain, right? I wouldn't have eaten the fruit, right? If I was Adam and Eve, how stupid, right? I wouldn't have bowed. I wouldn't have built the golden calf. I wouldn't have complained in the desert with the rest <laughs> of the Israelites. Right, right. Uh, yeah, no, every, we, everybody wants to be the hero and not the villain, right? I wouldn't have worshiped the golden calf. Right? I wouldn't have forsaken Jesus. Mm. Right. Mm. So, you know, uh, I wouldn't have been one of the unthankful lepers, but here's the thing. The Bible is a mirror. Okay. Bible's a mirror. We learn that from the Bible. <laughs> the purpose of a mirror is to what? It's to show us what is out of place. And That's what good. needs improvement? I know if you're very conceited and vainglorious, you look into the mirror just to confirm what you think you already know, that you look good, right? But really, the purpose of a mirror, the reason why I look into a mirror, sometimes I look into the mirror because, you know, I feel like I'm looking good and then it confirms it. And, you know, everybody has a prideful moment. But the reason why I look into a mirror is to see if there's something in my teeth, right? To see if there's a hair out of place. To see if I've got some smuts on my shirt. Right? You look into a mirror to see what's wrong. That's good. Right? And here's something I want you to mentally write down if you're listening to this. A mirror prompts action, not satisfaction. Ooh. A mirror prompts action, not satisfaction. So when we turn to the mirror of God's word, it shows us what areas of our life need to be worked on. So when we turn to the story of the 10 lepers, we see our, uh, uh, our very... Um, common problem of ingratitude, right? We need to be humble enough to put ourselves as the villain in some of these stories because in all reality, usually we are, okay? So I can't condemn the nine lepers, right? How, you know, how could I, right? I'm, I'm one of them, if we're being honest, right? How many, are, are, how many of us are guilty of unthankfulness? All of us. Yeah. You writing things down. You I want am. to interject? Yeah, I think there might be some people who go, whoa, 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 how, how can you, Mr. Smug, <laughs> sit up there and say, I wouldn't be the one that turned around? Like, can you be so bold? And I just want to do a simple exercise that can see if you really are a thankful mm -hmm. person. And my little brother and I both have talked about this, and I've shared it with uh, the youth that I've ministered to. And it's this, if you were to wake up tomorrow morning with only the things you said thank you for today, what would you have? Mm. Did you thank God for your health? Right. Did you thank God for the house that you had? Did you thank God for the car? Did you thank God for the clothes? Would you be destitute, real poor, or dead based off the Thanksgiving level that you had today? That sounds like a passage from the book of James. 
the hard-hitting book. I use the word destitute, and I think anytime you <laughs> use that word, your mind goes to James. Uh, if James but, had to fight in, a, in any type of league, it'd be bare-knuckle boxing. But literally, I remind myself, <laughs> and then after a season of time, I remind myself of that again, and I realize how unthankful I am. Or how rarely I approach God and remind him, thank God for the breath that I have. Thank God for the wife that I have. Yeah. Thank God for the car that I have. Thank God for the apartment I have. Thank God for the nation I have. Thank God for the parents that I have. Right. The list goes on. You know, a lot of us, you know, we, we uh, log into our, our Netflix account and we think that it didn't save the spot where we saved our show. And then we press play and we go, oh, thank God. Wouldn't it suck if the only thing you had in your life was uh, season two of Is It Cake on Netflix? There you go. (laughs) Keep going, man. Sorry, it wasn't super profound, but that's what I wanted to share. No, that's so good. So how many of us (laughs) make myself laugh are guilty of unthankfulness? You know, when when I was growing up, I think a lot of people when they were growing up, somebody gives you something and then your dad or your mom say, okay, now, John, what do you say? What do you say? Come on. What do you say? Thank you. Right now, say sir after. Thank you, sir. <laughs> thank you, sir. Right. Thank you for what? Thank you for the free uh, sucker. You know, whatever it is. Right. I think some of us need to be retaught that childhood lesson, maybe once again. So, what has blessed you lately? What what blessings have you received? Who has poured into your life? And have you uh, ha- has your thankfulness been expressed? Right. And I, I want to say it was Mark Hankins who said this. Right. Unexpressed thankfulness. Wait, wait. Ah, you. Do you know where I'm going with this? Unexpressed gratefulness. Yeah, or thankfulness is. Give me, give me more. Just go just there. Saying, Don't worry how saying, you sound. If you if you're thankful for something, but it's not expressed, then it's not. Yeah, it's it's not. Thankful. I think it's you can gratitude. say that. Way. Unexpressed, unvoiced thankfulness or, is not thankfulness at all. Yeah, or yeah. honor. Yeah, either and way. it might have been him. So, um, Second uh, Timothy three one through four says this. But no, but know this that in the last days perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, wow, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors. Ouch! This is written in James. What a oh. list. <laughs> <laughs> traitors, headstrong, <laughs> haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Man. One of those, what a uh, nasty list with many nasty things yeah. to have something like unthankfulness on mm-hmm. there. Um, 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, give thanks in all circumstances. And I love this. I think you, maybe you said this. We were talking about the will of God. And we say, how do I find out the oh, will yeah. of God? You say, you want to know what the will of God is for your life? It's written right here. In I got that from another minister, but yeah, I, I've shared that. Is it Andy Woe? Could have been a- Andy Woe. It could have been... Uh, Joey, mm. <laughs> you know Joey. Joey from Friends. No, <laughs> stop. I do not support that show, but I don't condemn you if you watch it either. But no, Joey Roberts, the oh, youth minister. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, the the will of God for your life is to be thankful. thankful. Start let's, there. Let's start there, right? First of all, Thessalonians five eighteen. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you. In Christ Jesus. So just think about it. You know, we can complain about a lot of really trivial things um, like cleaning your house, right? Or the gas prices, things like that. Um, But I'm just thinking about that. You know, I had to clean up my house right before my wife went on a trip. And um, when I don't have her to keep me in line, things get a little messy, right? And I was kind of angry. I wasn't, I couldn't be angry at anyone except myself because I'm the one who decided to leave the, you know, the pizza box on the coffee table, right? 
So, you know, getting mad about that and you think, well, there's a lot of people who would just love to even have a house to clean, right? What you were talking about with your brother, right? And uh, it's the little things that make a big difference, right? So how easy it is to forget that we're blessed. That's why maintaining what we like to call an attitude of gratitude is something that we need to do on purpose every single day, right? So I want you to try to do something as you go about your day. Make it a point to be grateful for the things that you may not otherwise even notice, right? For instance, I really like coffee, right? Every time I go, I'm, I'm backtracking to the carafe right in the office. Every time I fill up that mug, thank you, Lord, for coffee. Thank you, Lord, for fresh hot coffee. It's something that I don't need, but I get to enjoy and thank you for it. That's good. Right? Um, how about being blessed that you have hot water, right? Something you can easily take it for granted, but uh, makes our lives so much better, so much easier, right? As you begin to thank God for seemingly uh, small things in your life, it will help you focus on the positive um, and everything that you do have. And as a result, I think you're going to be a, a much happier and a much That's more good. joyful person. Yeah. yeah I'll say some, something. Yeah. yeah. And just goes back to what you said in passing in this podcast, but I just want to touch on because I got a little picture of it. You had mentioned you know, being at the bank, you didn't say this, but with your dad and they give you a sucker, like, yeah. hey, tell the man, thank you. you. We forget that we have a father who has a purpose for us. And I was thinking about what I said in a previous podcast, the house, and about how Jesus only did what his father did and only said what his father said. And just reminding that we're imitators and we're learning from our father. If we're slow enough internally to hear the voice of our father throughout the day, I think he'll help us. And before we leave certain situations and certain relationships with people that may seem uh, just mm-hmm. menial, he's going to say, hey, hey, Johnny, Come on. say thank you. What do you say? Be slow enough. What do you say? And then we'll go, oh, thank you. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll realize he's still teaching us. I don't want to ever grow beyond a spot that I can't hear my father remind me to be thankful. Yeah. And another one, you'd mentioned hot water. Um, I heard this minister talking, he was talking about slowing down and living a slowed down spirituality, but he was having breakfast at McDonald's, which is something I like to do. Mm, And uh, he went to the bathroom and I think he was already going to wash his hands, but God's like, wash your hands. And uh, he he was, you know, like did the real quickly. And God was like, no, stay here for a second. And he's like, okay. And he's like, fill the water. And it was hot water and it was a cold day. And he's just like, just be thankful for the hot water. When was the last time you felt hot water? Go across mm. your hands. And he just did that. And he said it was like a spiritual experience mm. being in the McDonald's bathroom, <laughs> punching the hot water and filling the hot water, go across his hands and being thankful for it. It just goes with what right you're saying. Right next to the graffiti on the wall. Just <laughs> oh, no. no, that's good. Uh, you know, when I think of a demographic who really understands this, um, maybe demographic isn't the right word, but just talking to people in our church who are avid hunters, Christians who are hunters who understand what the 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 uh, magnitude of taking a life, any type of life. Um, They're thankful for the food they eat. Right. And so, I, you know, I was talking to one hunter and they said, you know, I'm very thankful to the source of my food and the avenue in which it gets to me. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know, before I go on a hunt, I pray. Right. And these people, it's almost like a sacred experience because that animal's life, an innocent life was given. Right. That animal isn't Jesus, but that life was given so you could eat. So you're thankful to a degree 
to that animal, but uh, most importantly to God who put you as a steward over that animal. And that's bringing provision into your life. Those people, those are very sacred experiences for them. Um, there, and there's also people who hunt just to trophy hunt. Yeah, but we're not talking about that's a whole different story, but the, the men in this church and women that I've talked to, um, that's a very sacred experience and they're very, very thankful. That's true. Um, and I'm not really a hunter myself. I've gone pheasant hunting a few times. Um, and I can't say that I was expressing a lot of Thanksgiving while I was doing that. So it's a good thing to practice and implement, right? So I want you to do this, invite God into everything that you do. Um, one of the best things we can do throughout the days is, is to really praise God while we work. If you're a student, while you go to school, while yeah. you're driving, right? We talked about what I talked about a, f- a few, um, uh, uh, podcasts ago, right? Acknowledging the Lord in all yes. of your ways, right? All means all, right? So no matter what, right now, I'm thankful that we get to be up here doing this podcast together, right? That's, right. Th- that's thankful, thankful for us. Okay. So um, <clears throat> no matter what we're trying to build, right? It could be your home, your marriage, your business, um, financial stability, right? An exercise routine. You can be in an attitude of worship and thankfulness as you do those things. Absolutely. Right. So, um, we need to praise God because, well, obviously because hopefully we love him, right? It actually draws us closer to him, which helps us hear his words more clearly so we can receive them and hold on to them. So this will help you to see more clearly giving thanks throughout the day is a, is, is a simple way to show God how grateful we are. We are for who he is, right? Regular giving Regularly giving thanks to God not only helps us fully recognize how he's working in our lives, it gives us a new perspective, right? Our mind is renewed, our attitude is improved, and we are filled with joy. And so that comes right out of Psalm 1611. So um, just some um, practical examples of what thankfulness can do for your life, right? Thanksgiving can actually make us um, healthier, healthier. and this is some recent research that's gone on. They said, um, studies have shown that being thankful improves our physical and emotional health. Being thankful um, or holding on to feelings of unthankfulness, sorry, of thankfulness boosts our immune system and increases blood supply to the heart. Wow. Yeah. Daily guided exercises or the habit of keeping a weekly gratitude journal can increase our alertness, enthusiasm, and energy, and it even can improve our sleep. People who describe themselves as feeling grateful tend to suffer less stress and depression than the rest of the population, right? Yeah. Some cool stuff right there. That is. I like what you said there about blood flow to the heart. Yeah. So often if you lose the heart of something, Mm -hmm. uh, you're discouraged in a relationship, your marriage, to get back to the heart of the thing and blood flow to the heart sometimes, just be thankful for what you got. That's a good And blood will start pumping to there and you're going to have more energy. Man, yeah. sometimes one of the first signs of somebody having a lack of blood flow is they're down, they're not having energy. So that's yeah. good. Good work. One thing I'm going to implement in my life is there's a, a phrase I really like to say, and it's kind of sarcastic and flippant. But Better than I deserve? No, I always say <laughs> first world problems, right? Oh. And it's like something that I'm getting annoyed at, yeah. which I should have no, like... That's good. Right. Like, I'm, you know, I right. am in charge of all of production, so like we have... Canon C200s, and that's a very nice camera. And I'm like, oh, you know, the focus assist, I'm struggling with it. And then I'm like, first world problem, right? Well, even worse than that, you go to the sound booth and you want to get a piece of gum, and there's no gum there. Yeah, first world problem. So you <laughs> say that a lot. 
and it can, you can it can be very flippant and be very empty. But when I catch myself maybe saying that I'm I'm going to be even though I'm experiencing maybe a small problem, I need to be thankful that I even have that thing that might be giving me the problem in the moment. Something that I'm going to practice because I find myself saying that way too too often. <laughs> First world problem. <laughs> yeah, wisdom of the day. Wisdom of the day for me. Mm. Do you want to go first? Do you have one? Um, well, I have to kind of sort through. I would I say I like what I like everything we shared, but I, I said this, so I don't want to be <laughs> conceited in it, but I don't live it out just to bring more into a mindset. If I had tomorrow, what I was thankful for today, yeah. what would I have? And I don't want it to be law. I don't want it to be religious, but I just want to be more thankful be more thankful and be specific in my thankfulness. That's another one. Yeah. A lot of times people are more specific in their critiques of people than they are of their thankfulness yeah. for them. And I think sometimes I can be more on the encouraging side and try to say thank you quite a bit. So I'll give people a hard time. Uh, we have an intern named Josh and he sometimes doesn't appreciate this for me because every now and then he doesn't do it every day, but he'll come to me and be like, John, thank you. You are the best. And I'll look at him and I say, why do you mean? say that? Yeah. And he goes, just, just you are. He told me that the day before. <laughs> and, you know, part of his internship is growing from here. But I mean that. And I've done that to somebody. I remember uh, Jordan Todd, when he was first learning to play hockey, we went to his second puck. And I was just trying to be encouraged. I was like, Jordan, you did great out there. And he's like... What did I do good out there? <laughs> <laughs> what of, out of anything I did was even remotely great? And we can be more specific with our critique and our criticism of people. And I'm not saying if you do have to bring correction, we talked about this in uh, Clean Cut. But mm -hmm. that's a long time ago. But touching specifically right. on the behavior. But what my thought is the internal self-talk that we have about things that people do that frustrate us, we can be very specific mm -hmm. and we can spend a lot of time meditating, chewing on uh, things that we don't like about what people are doing. If we take some of that energy to go back to the blood flow of the heart of the relationship yeah. with that person that you mentioned and go, how can I specifically be thankful? Even if it's for one thing. Can I communicate yeah. that? Get some blood flow going, bro. Yeah, and that's going to cause you to be way more aware of the people around you as well. Because I know, um, you know, I'm the worship leader. We'll be doing practices, and afterwards, I'm thanking people. And I go, thanks, man. You're awesome. Right? Very vague. <laughs> right? But if I pay attention during that practice, I can give specifics as to what you I'm You know what, Todd? Thank for. you so much for showing up 10 minutes yeah. before practice and making sure your guitar board's set out so we're ready to go at practice. That's huge, yeah. man. Right. Something like that shows, like, oh I, my I was gosh. listening. You you learned the lead line of that song, and during the second course, I heard you playing it. Dude, Which shows awesome. your time, Thank attention, you. your resources of other people, opens you up to influence. Right. Causes you to be more intentional and aware, and I think that those are two things that will always serve you greatly. Maybe that's my wisdom of the day. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Eat some food this week, man. Yeah. Um, I, I'll say this, too, though. I mean, it was a, is a, is a butchered quote by... Who knows? Maybe Mark Hankins, but unexpressed gratitude is not gratitude at all. So if you if you let it stay in the confines of your brain and never out of your mouth, it is not gratitude. Can I give you another one? Yeah. Give them the flowers before they die. So yeah. a lot of times we show mm -hmm. up to a funeral with flowers, mm -hmm. but that person never provided that person with flowers while they were alive. Right. 
give them the flowers while they're still living and can enjoy them. Here's a here's a marriage tip. You know, you give your wife flowers just because, right? Not on Valentine's Day. You give them to her just because. That's Amen, all I gotta brother. Say. <laughs> that sounds like a country <laughs> song. You should write a song just, just because. because. Ooh. Hey, I think there's something there. All right, we're gonna hang this up. Yeah. Just write a song. <laughs> <laughs> BRB writing a song, country song. Even though I don't like doing that. Man, I just feel that you should pray us out of this podcast. Sure. That was good. Thanks, man. Thank you. You're the best. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that you saw the work that I put into this one. And actually, I can't. I'm just going to go ahead and pray. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with that Thanksgiving later. Next year's Thanksgiving oh, episode, we'll get back to it. All right, go for it. Here we go. Father God, <laughs> we're so thankful um, for who you are and your grace and your mercy, your kindness towards us, that we might be called sons and daughters, that we have intimate relationship with you, Father. And I thank you. Um, Man, just can't help but say thank you. It's funny. Um, We just pray that what was spoken today in um, in our lives and the lives of the listeners, Father, that we would practice an attitude of gratitude, that we'd be thankful for the small things, um, the, the, the seemingly little things that really go unnoticed in life. And as we develop gratitude towards those things, I thank you that it would grow and we would just, our, our spirits would be thankful. We would yes. just, just everything that proceeds from that attitude of, of gratitude, Father God, would just be infectious. And that's kind of a bad word, but contagious, that's another bad word. <laughs> but it would rub off on other people, Father God, and we would develop a culture of thanksgiving um, because that is the will of God for us. Um, Again, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And it just seems right to say thank you for taking out of your 24-hour day to listen to two guys sharing from the Word of God in their heart. Mm -hmm. Uh, We really do appreciate it. Yeah. So in this season of Thanksgiving, we're thankful for you. And in faith, we're thankful that you're going to join us again next week on the Sewing and Growing Podcast with J&J. Okay, you know, all sit down and go to the lab work. But I just said, you thought about it.